1: If you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy the the show. show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Inner Bloom podcast. I am Ambrosia, and I am not alone today. I am joined by the lovely Tia Johnson, and she is going to help us expand um, she's really good at expansion and mindset and creating your reality. So I thought it would be perfect to have her on during the season of everybody kind of feeling stuck and um feeling a little like where do I go? How do I create what I want? Um, because this isn't it. So Tia, you've been on the podcast before, but could you give us a little background on who you are and the magic that you have to share with everybody?
2: Absolutely. Yes. Yes. So we've met some time ago now, probably Mm -hmm. about two, almost three years (laughs) at this point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So I am a spiritual lifestyle mentor. So I help those who are looking to break from the oppressive lifestyle standards of society and to expand their mind and do that through healing, multi-level healing. So I am a... certified healer in multiple practices, including Reiki. So I help people to heal. I help people to build their confidence, their boundaries, and to learn about their inner magic, as well as connecting with the goddesses. <clears throat> so throughout the years, wow, 10 years, over 10 years now of being an entrepreneur, I've helped people uh, in Canada, the US, Mexico, different places where I traveled to. traveled help people with that connection to get back into themselves, trust themselves, learn about themselves and to expand from there. And I have self-published two books along the way. Uh, Gosh, I'm, I'm just like, what else could I say? It's just so much that I love to do. And it's all fun. So sometimes when I get asked, you know, to tell them who you are and I'm thinking, I'm fun, (laughs) you you will transform when you're with me. A lot of my uh, students and clients, they start off as that, but then it's this mentor friendship uh, relationship that happens, that's what I've been told. You're like a mentor friend. So that's pretty much me in a nutshell. I'm just here to help, to help expand, to grow, to get people to learn about who they are, truly are. And the magic that's within, so that way they can navigate through this crazy life and really attract what they, who they want to be in their life and what they want in their lives. And, and I do that through the mentors, mentorship, spiritual, spirituality, spiritual healing, and that lifestyle. And, and that's, that's the biggest portion there is that making it in a lifestyle. And that's how I believe that I am showing up online and also in real life. Hmm,
1: I love that. Thank you so much for that. And you are overqualified, if anything. So beautiful. <laughs> Thank you so much. And I think also, just as a side note, you made the purple hair trend a thing because I remember, <laughs> yeah, oh. like, it seemed like everybody had purple hair. I think, what was it, last fall? And you were doing this years before everybody else. So,
2: oh. so I'll yeah. add that to the resume. Yeah, add it purple to your hair, resume. Trendsetter.
1: <laughs> trendsetter. Um, so I wanted to go over with you a little bit about your healing modalities and how people could help themselves or how you could help people get out of a lot of people express to me, they're stuck or a lot of people have been expressing to me that they just don't feel connected. They just don't feel aligned. What are some of the ways that you work with people or some of the things that you do with people to help them get out of their rut and feel more aligned with who they are?
2: Oh yeah. That's such a beautiful question. Well, one is that I do not start off with all the, the pretty magical things, right? I I know. And there's nothing wrong with it when people do start off with that because everyone's on a different path, Mm -hmm. but with me, I'm about the foundational portion. So we really don't get into the, you know, you can use Bailey's for this and this for that. I start off with confidence, boundaries, and protection, So when it comes to confidence and help people get realigned, I help them to look at different points in their life and start to reframe how you would handle that, to look at it from a different angle. And also I help them with a statement I call the if-then statement. If you've done X, then you can do Y. So let's say you graduated from high school or you wrote a blog or whatever the case may be, then, then you could do something just like that again, or next level. And many times we forget about that. We forget that all the great things that are within that we can channel to help get us to the next level because it's Mm. scary sometimes. And Mm. that confidence is needed. And it's not just for when you want to say, get a job promotion. It could be, hey, I need to keep my distance from this family member. I need the confidence to do that. And I need a couple other foundational skills to do that. So that's one of the ways that I help them with that, getting the line, working on their confidence and constantly growing and expanding and maintaining that whatever level you're on. Uh, Excuse me. Next has to do with um, focusing on the the boundaries um, mindset. So with the boundaries, We have to get used to saying no and making sure that we are okay with that, not no and guilty, even though guilty Mm -hmm. comes up, but to address that, don't let it simmer. Don't, you know, oh, okay, well, let me make sure they're okay. That's Mm -hmm, counterproductive. mm -hmm. So we have to look at what boundaries are for each person because they look different for different people. That's another thing. Then the protection side of it, that's when I do get into the protective protection magic but a lot of times it starts with just a few mundane things. OK, how can you protect yourself before you leave out the house? Well, we're going to look at things like how, how is your posture, right? Mm. Sometimes just how we look is that that signal to people because that's the vibe that we put off. Oh, they're not confident. They're shrinking. They're sitting like this. Yeah. I can just tell them anything and they'll believe it. Your, 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 your protection defenses against those psychic vampires, those people who want to take advantage of you are now low. So I focus again, foundation, your posture, how you're talking to yourself. Are you your own cheerleader? Look in the mirror, have these deep conversation with yourself. Excuse me. Then we move on to that protective magic, that energetic protecting of your, of yourself, you know, sending out that energy before you even walk into a room. So those are the three main things that I work on, which involves a lot of deprogramming and and re- reprogramming. But those are the three things that I work on to get people to get back into themselves, to trust themselves and be more aligned with themselves. So they are the peace in the chaos, no matter yeah. what.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. That's I mean, you say those are the three things like they're tiny things, but those are huge, you know? Yeah. Um, Confidence is something that I feel a lot of us can relate to on working on. And I think that it goes into like that posture that you're talking about, how you carry yourself, how you speak to yourself. I don't think people truly understand that how you speak to yourself, self, you're casting spells. You're casting right, spells exactly. about yourself to other people. Um. So what are some, maybe like one thing that you have done that is really like changed your confidence in yourself. I know you've been doing this for a long time, but
2: mm-hmm. wow, that's a hard question. Oh it man, is, I know. no one's asked me that before. One thing, um, I I would say, uh, and actually, yeah, th- th- this is the the singular thing that brings it all together now that I think about it. And I was just telling my students this: when there's something I know I need to do. And when I say no, I mean just between the visions I receive, which is what I feel deep down inside, when it's that and I don't do it, or I, if I, not that I don't do it, I take that, back. if I have a hesitation, if I have mm-hmm. a hesitation to do it, I imagine my future self fading away wow. because she's not going to exist if I don't do what I'm supposed to do right now. Just like I'm my future self for Tia five years ago. I didn't know that, you know, I would have maybe the purple hair or whatever the case may be five, yeah. 10 years ago, but I knew whatever that was, if I didn't do it, that was going to fade away. So I have to get confident or at least just confident enough, just have that certain level just to right. be just enough to get to the next level. So that's, that's just what I imagined. And then when I do the things that I know I'm supposed to do, mm-hmm. I see her being more and more solid. You know, just mm. firm, just there. So it's maybe it's a scare tactic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but that's that's my my um root of my confidence. If you don't do this to you, then mm-hmm. that future self, all the things that you want, that inner child you too, who's like, oh man, I can't wait till we could do that. That's yeah. not going to happen. So you better get it together. So for me, it's imagining my future self fading away if I don't do it. How, how could mm-hmm. she exist? Because I'm not doing. I'm supposed to do now to plant the seeds for later.
1: Mm, that's so that's a good tactic and maybe a scare tactic, but it's a good one. A good good one. On. It would work for me. I'm going to use that. Um, <laughs> this question kind of came up intuitively. I have two. The first question is how do we envision our higher selves? Like mm-hmm. where we talk about higher selves all the time. And if somebody's watching and they're like, what the heck is a higher self? How does, mm. how do you explain that to people?
2: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a few things you, you're hired to, to envision it. You need a bit of imagination. Mm-hmm. So you do have to involve your inner child, your creativity in some way, shape or form. So one of the things I say is what, who were some of the things that, or I guess to say, what were some of the things that you wanted to be when you were a kid? Like w- when you looked up to something, even if it was just a, a cartoon character, there's something rooted in there. For example, One of my favorite characters is uh, Storm from X-Men
0: and from from the
2: Marvel Universe. And if we look at Disney, it was Maleficent. Like, I didn't Mm -hmm. say that out loud as a kid because I thought, oh, we're not supposed to like the villain. But (laughs) when you look at it, you know, years later... I'm working with the elements. You know, sometimes people say, Oh, you make you remind me of Storm when I wear this certain uh shirt and my inner child goes, thank you. (laughs) Um, you know, and then um, you know, just just how I I work with different things, you know, even with Maleficent, she's more of a dark goddess or dark queen, however you want to look at it. So, you know, when you take a few of those things, you think, oh, well, how does that translate to now? Well, we look at some of their characteristics, we look at what they do, some of the things that they face and so forth. So with Storm, just for example, her fear is claustrophobia. That's not my fear, but my fear is being put in a box, you know, Mm. whereas I can't expand, you know, so it's, it's one of those things when we look at it. So I would always encourage people to think about things like that. Take a few things from your childhood, but also look at your desires, your needs, your wants, because that's where it all is. It's all within. We just have to spend time with our thoughts. And that's where a lot of people get tripped up is, oh man, who who wants to be, you know, along with their thoughts? Everyone, everyone should want to do that because that's when you get to filter through so much and really begin to understand what you truly want in life. And Mm -hmm. once you figure out some of the things you want, because we're not going to know everything as we go along, then we learn, oh, you know what? that's pretty cool. Yeah. Let's, let's throw that in the mix. So once you start doing that, now we can formulate a, a person, right? We can formulate mm-hmm. a part of us and, and, and make that part. I don't want to say goal because sometimes you can just complete a goal, but make that an objective, something that is, is what we can look up to and say, yeah, that's me. That's the next level. So it's a different, it's a, a few things. But we just had to have that time to really figure out what they are. And it starts with our desires, our needs, our wants, and a few things from childhood that we can put together and imagine.
1: Yeah, I love that. Imagination is so important <clears throat> and so helpful when you're working oh, yeah. with spirituality and different forms of spirit that you can't see with your physical eyes.
0: This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Babyfoot. Babyfoot. Babyfoot was originally created in Japan in 1997 as an easy and effective at-home treatment scientifically formulated with 16 natural extracts that exfoliate and moisturize at the same time while bringing the spa experience right into your home. Launched in the United States in 2012, Babyfoot quickly became a household name among foot exfoliant products. Babyfoot offers a selection of at-home foot care products that are quick and easy to use, trusted international with over 25 million BabyFoot peels sold worldwide since 1997. That's 25 years! BabyFoot has seen great success in big box retailers, grocery stores, and natural food markets, health nutrition, fitness studios, boutiques, gift shops, spas, salons, online stores, and in the medical industry. AK sports medicine, oncologists, podiatrist, dermatologists, and plastic surgeons, making Babyfoot the leading and most trusted brand nationwide for the healthiest, smoothest feet. The most innovative total foot care package, this gentle process leaves skin undamaged while removing the dead skin, revealing the fresh, healthy layer beneath like a baby's foot. Simple, effective, and effortless. If you'd like to try out BabyFoot, you can go to babyfoot.com and get 20% off your purchase when you use the code INNERBLOOM20. That's I-N-N-E-R-B-L-O-O-M 20 in all caps, and you will get 20% off your purchase. Enjoy. This next
1: question might like be weird, but... I like weird. (laughs) Okay, good how do you, how do you work with people? Or I know that the first two tips that you gave were very grounded and I love that. Um, sometimes I feel like people are so, um, ungrounded that it's hard to relate to them. Right. Mm -hmm. But what if someone's afraid to listen to their intuition or if they're afraid of what other people think, or they have a lot of fear around, is this a fear or is this my intuition?
2: Mm-hmm. What
1: do you say to them? How do you tell the difference? And also, how do you move past really giving a shit what other people think?
2: Oh yeah. Um. Let's let's start with moving past giving a shit what other people think. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite things. Uh. Yeah. So the the thing is, there are a lot of people who want to accomplish so much in life. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, once they learn about some of the things that's required of them, they give up. It's too much. It's too mm-hmm. much. I can't, no, 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 it's too much. And then they subscribe to the well, that's just the way things are. And they try to mm-hmm. work in those parameters, but they're twisting their bodies and you know, they're doing everything to fit in, and it's just not working. Yeah. And <clears throat> I see someone else come along. Who they could be young and ambitious or older and ambitious. They just reach that point in their life where they're just like, screw it. And then those people get upset because they're seeing something in that person that, that they think is not within them. And mm-hmm. in some ways, they are right because that person's going for it and they aren't. And what I tell people is do not get distracted, do not get distracted by people who aren't going for it. Don't get distracted by people who made it, but they're not. Being a mentor to you in some way, shape or form, I'm not saying that, saying that they are required to be your mentor. However, they should not be trying to tear you down. So Absolutely. if they made it, but they're doing all these tactics to keep you down, then that means that their foundations are shaky, and they don't believe in themselves. And so you have to really understand the people who are in your life, life, and their roles. So not yeah. just who they are, but how they're showing up in your life. You don't have to tell everyone all your moves. You shouldn't anyway. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people aren't going to understand where you're coming from because it's not their vision. It's your vision. They mm-hmm. can't process certain things. And it's not saying, saying that they are not as intelligent. It's just, it's not for them. Yeah. So you have to, we all had to remind ourselves to get to that point where we have to do what we need to do, you know, as long as we're not hurting anyone because mm-hmm. all we're doing is self-sabotaging ourselves. So once you start worrying about what he, she, they, the whole group are thinking, mm-hmm. you lost. That doesn't mean that you can't take uh, advice from people who matter. Those who want you to succeed no matter what. I lead people through. Uh, it's, just, it's just a quick exercise. I talk about it and I think my second book now, yeah. I forget what's my book. <laughs> but I talk about the three groups of people that you meet and, and, you know, one group is the group of people who want you to succeed no matter what. Uh-huh. The second is the group who wants you to succeed, but not surpass them. And the third are the group who don't want you to succeed at all. They're the haters. And when I ask people who is the most dangerous group, they think it's the haters. No, you know who they are. They will tell you for the most part, right? It's the mm. people who come to you with a smile on their face, but then they drop the ball. Is the people who they give you backhanded compliments, they don't really congratulate, they don't say anything. Those are the people who are divisive to want you to fail. So to understand that means that you have to have these lenses on of not giving, you know, <laughs> crap of F about yeah. anything. Yeah. So <clears throat> to do that means freedom. To do that means that. You are allowing yourself to be who you truly want to be, and when you think about it, the people who you who we all really uh, admire the most—those true, you know, trailblazers—they didn't care if if everyone cared what everyone thought about. We wouldn't be reading certain material, we wouldn't be experiencing certain art. So that's what I I say to that is you you have to come to the conclusion that this is my vision, this is my life. I have to do this, and I can't be put in a position where I'm taking everything else to account. That's Mm. not beneficial for me. And I'm sorry, what was the second, the uh, other part that got so into that?
1: (laughs) No, that was a good answer. And honestly, I don't remember the first, the second part. (laughs) It'll probably come back to me later. I'm like, Oh man, I got, I was like, I got to stop because there's the other. (laughs) That's okay. That was a good answer. That's so true. And I, I feel like, um, Maybe it's just me trying to like hope for the best in people, but I truly think that people that don't want you to surpass them, people that want you to succeed, but not too much. Right. I think it, a lot of the times it comes from a fear of you'll leave me or you'll realize that you're better than me or you're, you know, you yeah. shouldn't be here whatever the case may be. But that the important thing here is that is not for us to fix or solve or or deal with. That's for the other person to deal with. Right. Right. So how do we create? I think one of the things that people have a hard time with, maybe I'm just speaking from experience, but how do we create boundaries with people that we care about? How do we create boundaries with people that we love? I think it's easy to create boundaries with people like coworkers and stuff right. like that. Um, but it's so much harder when it's your children, when it's, uh, Mm -hmm. your parents, when it's people that you really care about.
2: Yeah, that, that is such a great question. So, So some of the things I tell people, uh, include don't answer the phone right away when they call, don't respond to the text message right away, you know, don't be as available. And it may feel very weird and uncomfortable because some people think, well, they know I'm on my phone. Okay, but they don't know what you're doing right then and there. You could be in the bathroom. You could be driving. Mm. You could be at the checkout, you know, paying for something. There's a lot of things that you could be doing. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to thoroughly rationalize, you know, a a situation for you to feel justified. Do a a mental check with yourself. Do you feel like talking to Aunt Susan right now? (laughs) If Mm -hmm. the answer is no, don't answer it, especially it goes back to knowing the people in your life, you know, nine times out of ten. Is something that she is blowing out of proportion, or she doesn't really want anything, or it's gossip, something like that. So mm-hmm. don't answer it right away. And if they call back or they text and they try to make you feel guilty, say, you know, hey, Aunt Susan, you know, I, I was busy doing something, you know, I I wasn't able to pick up at the time, you know, because sometimes you we, we want to say words like, oh, I didn't have the capacity. If they, Aunt Susan doesn't care about you saying you don't have the capacity. (laughs) like We understand that. Right. But she don't care about that. So you have to say things that, you know, the words that they would understand, but it's also not taxing on you to overly explain. Um, Another thing I tell people is uh, a a time block for people. Sometimes people have time block to do work. They set a timer. I tell people especially now with the holidays, you know, hey, they get three hours. They don't know that they're getting three hours. You know, you go in, you have your timer set or whatever the case may be. You take your breaks. You, you set your, your um, alarm so That way, maybe you need to go to the bathroom, have a minute to yourself to recharge because there's a lot of personalities and energies and things like that. And, <clears throat> and then you, you leave, you know, a little early if you can. Some people said, Oh, I can't leave early because I'm, you know, doing this and doing that. Okay, well, break up your time then. Like I was saying, you know, in the bathroom, circulate or you know, different rooms, you know, so that way you're mm-hmm. not with the same family members, you know, the whole time. You know, start understanding the layout. <laughs> you know, it's like it sounds yeah. like a like a um like a task, like understand the layout, but really understand <laughs> the layout of where you're going. So, you know, you spend time in that room. That room, you're breaking up the time that you're spending with people. And, um, you know, see, also, you can invite someone to help you be part of um, that. The people buffer, too, is what I call it. So mm-hmm. sometimes when you're around certain people, they they act a certain way to get all your attention and so forth. But if you have a friend or a cousin and you get to say, hey, like, you know, it's the holidays, you know, I really don't want to do this, but, you know, for whatever reason, I have to show up to this. Can you, you know, be like my, my person, you know, while I'm here, that helps too. We're mm-hmm. those times where, you know, during the holidays, you can't, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm getting over a cold here. <laughs> mm-hmm. When you can't, you know, talking
1: uh... to you. you're doing great, by the
2: way. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, you know, you can't, uh, get around certain things. And also uh, therapy, you know, there, there's, yeah. it, it, it may take a little while to find the therapist that best match you, but you know, therapy, they will be able to say, oh, this person is that because, you know, the thing is online it's easy to say, you know, for people to say, oh, that person is a narcissist. Are they really? Yeah. Or, so it's, yeah. when you talk to a therapist, they can say, oh, well, this person is doing that. So when they do that, you tell them this, and that has worked tremendously with me. I have a therapist and that has helped, you know, because that's their profession, you Mm -hmm. know? So when you are open and honest with them and say, Hey, I really don't know how to take this on. Here's how I'm feeling. The therapist, excuse me, the therapist would say, Oh, well, that's called this. This is why you're experiencing that. Here are three things you can do. I suggest this one.
1: Mm, So
2: definitely therapy and understand what you want to get out of whatever it is you're doing. Sometimes people, when it comes to, you know, family, oh, they they, they might want closure and understanding. You're not going to get it from some people. You're just not. So you have to understand what's that next thing. You're going to give closure to yourself. And then you're going to understand how you're going to interact with them going forward. And that will include not telling them uh, parts of your, your life, you know, that may include some deflection. How are you? I'm doing well. Oh, how so and so? Well, you know, oh, you know, so how are you? <laughs> you know? yeah. Deflection has always had to be bad. Sometimes it's about protecting yourself as well. So those things are what I do um, to help people, you know, navigate this, this time of the year, which is a beautiful time of the year for many people, but, uh, you know, the holidays bring up a lot of emotions. So, you know, therapy is huge.
1: Mm, I think that's a really <clears throat> good tip. Another really good grounded tip. And I think it's it's also really important to understand that a lot of people, I feel like, want to change the other person or they want them to be different. They want their behavior to be different. And the reality is you can't change people and that's just not going to happen. You have to want to change. So I think that's a good point to make as well. Um, Well, I want to talk about this mastermind that you have coming up Uh called portal to expansion. So tell us a little bit about it. Tell us where it came from and, and what we will get out of it by, by utilizing it, by joining it.
2: Yeah, so this is uh, a mastermind that I wanted to do for quite some time. And I I just have so many notes and so many notebooks where I write down so many ideas. (laughs) And I wanted to create a more high-touch mastermind. The masterminds I've been hosting have been definitely uh, intimate setting, you know, few people, live Q&A, but I wanted to give more because one thing I noticed is that a lot of people Thrive with the one-on-ones and and some group sessions. So with this mastermind, when I was meditating, it just came through for expansion, that next level. Mm -hmm. And so it's it's, it's, uh, broken out into three parts. The first month is all about activation. So we are focusing on activating that next level you and then walking into that. So we're going to, as we were talking earlier, understanding what does that next level you look like? What's that lifestyle? What can we do to really bring that into be that? So each month also includes a group uh, ritual. So Debbie held via Zoom. You don't have to turn on your cameras and I'm leading you either through a meditation or a healing session is very, very powerful. So we will dive into self-sabotage, also cellular work because we're going to be talking to our bodies. We have 75 trillion cells that are listening to us every single day, which is why I Mm -hmm. tell people, talk good to yourself, be your cheerleader. All your cells are listening to you. So that's um, month one. Month two is all about multi-level healing. So I'm a Reiki practitioner. I also am a gateway dreaming practitioner. Just uh, certified a lot of different healing practices. So uh group uh, or not group, but uh, yeah, the group ritual for the second month is a Reiki healing session. And so I lead people through that, but I also teach them the very healing practices that have helped me and others throughout uh, my many years of doing it. So definitely multi-level healing. We're dealing with all the chakras, even the upper, upper chakras and month three is the frequency shift. So One thing that people hear a lot is, oh, you know, the energy is off, the vibes are off, but let's really break that down because our energy, you know, that that's going to be the vibe that we put out there. Mm -hmm. And once the vibe is repetitive, that now becomes our frequency, you know? So to understand that will shift your reality to really, you know, guide you to create the life that you want to live. So this comes with Voxer access to me. So I'll, Pull an Oracle card every now and then, give out, you know, readings or a message that comes through to me. I'm gonna share it with the people. And it's for uh, <clears throat> just 10, 10 beautiful people, because again, this is gonna be more of a high touch uh, uh mastermind. So it's gonna be a boxer, there's gonna be a resource library, uh, one-on-one calls monthly, uh bi-weekly live QA. So it's it's gonna be a beautiful, beautiful thing and huge transformations that that uh, will occur. And uh, yeah, healing transformations and, you know, all that great expansion.
1: That's exciting. And that's three months long?
2: Yep. Three months. Yeah.
1: Nice. And when does that start?
2: In February.
1: February. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome.
2: So after the holidays, you get to, you know, relax and then we're getting to work.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, what a beautiful, beautiful thing to offer people, especially because after the holidays, you've spent all that time with family and, Yeah, probably maybe have eaten a little too much and want to (laughs) discover this new version of yourself. That's beautiful. Is there anything else that you want to share with us or anything else that you feel like is important to share on your heart?
2: Yeah, I I just want to say keep listening to yourself. Start. Mm. Oh, now I remember the other (laughs) questions separating the two. I knew it would come back (laughs) just in time. So to to understand, you know, your, your intuition versus the fear. Mm. I, I I remember this specifically because uh, the example I'm about to give because I thought, oh, that's not my thoughts. That's my mom's thoughts. I remember I was going with my brother to a uh, King of Prussia. I'm based in Philly, and we were going to King of Prussia one time. It was nighttime, and I thought, oh man, I shouldn't be out at night, and, and, you know. And I and I just thought, oh my gosh, no, this is like my mom who's you know, protective mother, her daughter's out at night. And we were just going to the mall because there was a Sony store and I love, you know, PlayStation and all the other things. So we would go there to chill. And I thought, I'm not afraid. And it's just the weirdest thing. So once you start to understand what your voice is, your inner voice and debunk things, could it be Scary to go out at night. Yes, it could be scary to go out in the daytime too. Mm-hmm. You could yeah. be in your home and someone can invade your home. Yeah. So we have to just understand where certain things are coming from and get used to what we sound like and, <clears throat> and understand how we receive messages from spirit. So if you're a clear sentient, you're going to feel a lot of things in your chest a lot of times. So if you're talking to someone, and, you know, your, your radars are going off, you know, like, oh, this person, mm-mm, mm-mm, you know, like back away from them, yeah. you don't need an explanation because you you know, that feeling, you yeah. get it. You're like, oh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to leave the room. So once you start understanding, this is why I, I highly encourage people to practice their, their spiritual gifts. So, you know, how it feels to you, you know, when you see a certain thing, you know, on the ground, like, oh, everything's going to be okay. Or. Oh, okay. Watch that person. You start to just know that. So get used to your inner voice, get used to understanding how you receive messages from spirit. And that comes with practice. So I tell people my, my final words, if you will, for this is to get to know yourself, get, please get to know yourself, understand who you are and never stop learning, learning and applying. It doesn't help if you just learn and don't do anything. Learn, apply, help, and, you know, repeat that cycle. Rinse and repeat.
1: Rinse and repeat. Mm. I love that. That is such, such good advice. Thank you so much for being here. It was truly an honor to chat with you again. And until next time, everybody keep on blooming. Bye.
0: Bye.